0: Thank you for tuning in to the New Birth Podcast. There's a word of hope for you today, and we are excited for what God is doing here at New Birth. For more information, visit our website, nvplaceofhope.com. Now for the message by our senior pastor, Gabby Mejia. Amen. I got 30 minutes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Amazing team. I got a question for you real quick. Um, how, anybody in here love Chipotle? All right. That was cool. How many of you guys really love Chipotle? Oh, yeah, I love you. I could eat Chipotle every day. Can I, can I tell you what's the most, like, the best day in the world? The best day in the world is when you walk into Chipotle and there's no line. Has that ever happened to anyone? You just walk it, no? <laughs> he said, nope. <laughs> oh, whatever store you kind of shop at or whatever kind of place you eat at, the best experience ever is walking in there and there's no line. Amen? I remember this one time, I actually, I, I had Chipotle, and I'm just, I'm just, you know, pray for me. I like, I love to eat food. Um, how many of you guys know about the new donut shop, uh, in, in, like, the new loop? It's called Duck Donuts. How many of you guys have heard of Duck Donuts? Shameless plug. That's my place, all right? Remember, I walked in one day, they were doing some renovations, and, and it wasn't like that Chipotle moment that I saw no line, right? It was a different type of moment. I walk up to the door, and there's a sign. I see people inside sitting and chatting, but there's, like, lights off. I'm like, oh my god, br- presentation on zero. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> What are they doing? Um, so I'm trying to get in, it's locked. They literally locked me out. And I looked at the sign and said, I'm sorry, we're closed. Oh my God. I was devastated. You ever really wanted something and then it didn't happen? Like you wake up. Like it's like going to Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. Anybody ever done that? Oh, I'm gonna move some Chick-fil-A, man. Let's go. You get there and you're like, they're saved. Oh my god. I forgot. They respect the Sabbath too. <laughs> man, how many moments in, in tonight? Sorry, today I want to talk about. When God says no, when God says no, you see, can I tell you my feelings when I saw the door closed? Can I, can I tell you what my flesh was feeling? I felt devastated. I felt embarrassed, right? I'm the dude that's like trying to open the door, like embarrassed. I felt humiliated. And, and, and the truth is, is that sometimes God says no. How many of you guys understand that? God, can I have this thing? And, and, and It ought to be like an audible voice from heaven. It ought to be a still and quiet voice the Holy Spirit speaks to us right during worship. He's speaking to you. He's saying you he love you. He's loving on you, right? The still and quiet voice, inaudible. And then there's another way that God speaks that he literally doesn't allow things to happen, right? So us as Christians, we, we ask for the voice of God, the touch of God, but we also ask for signs. And we say, God, if this is kind of your will for my life, would you allow this to happen? Allow this to happen? And God says no. Not all audibly in our hearts but also by closing doors how many guys understand that God if this job is for me if you would allow it to happen I'm praying for it and then it's literally not for you and okay thank you God I'm moving on to the next job a lot of times we we take our we take our feelings towards towards rejection and we kind of think that God is not really for us here's my question to you this morning how do you feel when God says no Uh, I love it upset I I feel confused I kind of get to the place where I'm like, God, but I thought you were for me. God, I, I've been praying for this. Me and my family have been praying for this for months, and nothing still isn't happening. God, are you still working? And sometimes we question God's existence even sometimes. Dare us, right? Question God's existence to his to his performance being on pause. And God just saying, you know what? I, I, sometimes I give you a yes, but right now I'm going to give you a no. And I don't know if you've ever been in this place before. Here's another question. You probably asked this question. Is God for me but like is he really for me like God are you really there God I can't hear you I can't see you are you really for me let me give you a verse before I start talking and and, and sweating and and, and going in right I, I got a word to preach but before I do any of that can I tell you that God is for you that God loves you that God's delay is not God's denial, that if God says a yes, then it is for your good. If he says a no, then it's still for your good. Do not come against God. Do not run away from God. Just because he told you no doesn't mean that he doesn't love you. Romans 8 28. Come on, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Come on, every head bow, every eye closed. I want to pray for the next Next two minutes, for God to just bless our time with this today. You see, maybe you're here and, and you kind of stumbled into church this morning. Somebody brought you in. Maybe you're a first time guest, or maybe you. You kind of don't have a relationship with Jesus that you want it to be like. Maybe you're here this morning and and, and you're kind of on your last straw. Maybe spiritually speaking, you kind of feel like your relationship with God is dwindling. Tonight, today, I'm praying that after this message, that after this word, we're going to open up the altar. And for those who want Jesus, we're going to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. And for those of us that feel distant, those of us that feel like our theology isn't matching up with how God is working, how he's actually moving today, God is challenging you with a question do you really love me? So Lord, speak to us this morning. You're my microphone. In your name, everyone says. Come on, everyone says. Come on, can you lift up a shout of praise this morning if you love Jesus? Come on, if you love him. Here's kind of my idea. Here's my idea. I, I, I really hope is our spirit. Ready? Go ahead, throw it up. Look, if it's a yes or no, I decide to love and to serve you. I think that if we as Christians were to walk around saying, God, is it yes or no? Is it yes or no? Is it yes or no? And sometimes based on what God does, based on how he moves, that, that kind of, you know, determines our behavior, right? And, 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 and it is very obvious. Why? Because we get the raise, we get the bonus, and we look at the check, and we say, thank you, Jesus, right? And, oh, I love you, Lord. You've been so good to me. Come on. And we get the good report, right? We get the healing, and we could be in the middle of the hospital and we get the healing. We get, we get the good report. God says yes. And we go, oh, Jesus. we begin to lift up a word of praise when God does something good. Right? That's why in church, come on, we're in the presence of God. We're in the community of other, other believers. And when we walk into this room, Man, something begins to happen inside of us. When we gather, there's a mystery. And the Bible says "Where two or three are gathered. Come on. There's more than two or three people in the room today. When we gathered, I am there. The presence of God is in the house. And and it's in a moment that God says yes to us with his presence that we begin to lift up a shout of praise. That we we begin to worship God. We begin to be thankful when God does something good. We begin to lift his name. We begin to exalt him, right? That's why we worship with our hands up. I love seeing people who kind of got saved like in January. January and, and and you know six seven months eight months later come on they're in the front and they're just like working and worshiping and and they weren't always singing the words because it was kind of hard to do the karaoke thing right but then out of nowhere something started to build up inside of them a God they cannot see that they worshiped and believed in begin to touch their heart and now they have a connection to the father I love seeing the growth in people but can I tell you your worship shouldn't change because your situation changes Your worship shouldn't change because it's a yes. Your worship shouldn't change because it's a no. We got to get to a place, church, where we say, I'm going to love you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to believe in you. I'm going to have faith. I'm going to move forward. I'm going to wake up every day and say the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever, whether I get what I'm wanting or whether I don't get what I'm wanting, whether I get my prayer report or if I don't get that prayer report, I'm going to make a decision that, Lord, I commit to loving you and serving you, no matter what you do to me, no matter what you allow to me, no matter where you lead me, I decide to love you and serve you. If it's a yes, if it's a no, I decide to love and to serve you. Here's a question. How, how, how does God make all things work? How, do, how does he make all things work for our good? We sing it. And you're like, how did that bad thing work? How, how's that going to work out for me? Man, isn't that a question? If you've never been to rock bottom, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. If you've never been broken before, like really broken, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And you cannot curse God because he allows you to go through valleys. you got to trust that he's with you in the valley and that he'll never leave you. Here, here's a verse found in Isaiah, and, and it's not the verse, but it's the main idea of this verse. Is God's working is much higher than your understanding. God's working is much higher than your understanding. In other words, his ways are higher than our ways, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His my think about his creator, and we are creation. There's a gap there that we can never fill, that we can never walk. There's a bridge there that we can never cross. So he sent Jesus to cross that bridge. And and sometimes we say, God, can you show me your plan? He's like, If I showed it to you, you wouldn't understand it. God, can you show me what you get? If I showed it to you, you wouldn't really, under, you wouldn't get it. It, it. My math is different than your math. My, my mind is different than your mind. My plan is different than your plan. If I were to show you the things I do for you, that's why the Bible says no eye has seen, no ear has heard the plans of God for our lives. Because his ways are higher than our, his working is higher than your understanding. That's why we can't, get, we can't be Christians that only love Jesus when good things happen to us. We have to get to a mature place where we say, Lord, if it's a yes or if it's a no, I decide to love and to serve you. See, I was preparing for today, and I like to prepare in the mindset of a skeptic, right? Someone who's sitting here right now saying, here's the next question. How can rejection be good for me? Every time I'm preparing a message... I I have a third voice in my head, and it's the voice of a skeptic, right? And it's kind of like, and and I wrote it down today. I I wrote down this question because maybe this is your question. Maybe you think like this sometimes. How can rejection be good for me? Can you say that question? I'll say, say, how can rejection be good for me? How could a no be good for me? A couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, one of my friends from high school, he got into an accident. And he died immediately once there was contact. He died. I was broken. I was, man. If you if you ever lost a loved one, you know what that feels like. It's devastation. I feel like my foundation was beginning to shake. And I remember I how to get ready to go to the funeral. And I'm the only one in my class that goes to church, so I'm like, I, I know I'm going to get questions. And I know I know people are going to look at me and. And, and they're going to say stuff, and they're going to they're gonna ask me to answer the question, why did this happen? How can rejection be good for me? How could I know? We prayed for him to survive. We prayed for him, you know, to, to why, why did God allow that? And, and, and I, I got to a place where, where I kind of made this decision before going in. I said, Lord... I'm going to decide to love you and serve you whether good things happen or bad things happen. I'm going to decide to be a faithful believer in you. I will not fall away when people come with me with questions and I will I will not step up in pride and try to give an answer that I understand but here's the truth. I don't know the answer to that question and, and, and here's my answer to them and here's my answer to you. How can rejection be good to me? Throw it up. I don't know how God works but I know that he's working. I can't tell you exactly how God can, can, can turn around a situation situation, but I know that he's turning it. I can't tell you how the death of your mother, of your brother is actually good for you, but I can tell you that God is working for you and you cannot see it, but you ought to believe it. Why? Because I believe that there's a process that God wants us to go through. There's a there's a place in life that we need to get to. That we say, "Lord, if it's good for me, I'll bless you. If it's bad for me, I'll still bless you." Because I'm not worshipping a fairy godparent. I'm not worshipping a genie. I'm not worshipping a coke machine put in two Sundays and i'll get my blessing no 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 i'm worshiping a god who is just a god who is sovereign a god who is the same yesterday today and forever he's the alpha and the omega he's the beginning and the end i cannot tell you how god works but believe me god is working he's working i can't tell you how he's doing it but he's working and if God doesn't change the situation, he'll change you. If God doesn't change everything around you, he wants to do something through you. Here's a here's place we need to get to. God is working, so I'm not done growing. Ooh, can I tell you something? If you have that mindset in life, God is working, so I'm not done growing. Oh, no wasted seasons in God. No wasted time in God. Because the door is closed, that doesn't mean his purpose is done in your life. Here's my next point. Doors will either be open or closed, but growth happens on the doorstep. You think you're growing because you're walking through doors? You're growing because your heart is in the right place. I've seen people who receive blessing after blessing, and they still end up prideful people. I've seen, you know, God working in their lives, God doing the miracle in their lives, and they still end up away from God. And I've come to the conclusion, it's not blessings that grow people, it's your spirit. It's your perspective. It's before you walk through the door. You're going to say, God, if it's open, I'm walking through. If it's closed, you're still for me. You're still with me. And you're working, even though I cannot see it. Philippians 1.6. I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ. Ooh, he's working. I don't know how he's going to do it, but he's working. And he got you. Amen? Here's, Here's my main question today. How do I handle closed doors? When God says no, how do I handle it? Well, number one, understand that God is not finished with you. You think a door closed is not is not a no to your purpose. It's not a, a no to your growth. God still wants to grow you. God still wants to do something in you. Amen. Here's the thing. I want you to build that image in your head, right? So you're you're at the door, right? You're, you're about to walk in and you're saying, God, this is for me, if it's locked or if it's open, right? This is your prayer, this is your relationship with God, right? You got things you present to him. You have things that you come to him humbly. And he said, Lord, if you could do this, Lord, if you can make a way, right? Everybody have a prayer life in here, right? Anybody like to talk to God outside of Sundays? Come on, we're praying to God. We're lifting him up, right? that personal connection with God. But we're saying, God, I want you to, to, to work on my behalf, right? We exalt him, we love him, and then we petition. That's how we pray. We exalt him, we love him, and then we petition. We don't come with our petitions first, we remind our who God is we glorify God we exalt his name you're the apple of my eye God you're the best thing that's ever happened to me oh God I love you oh God I need you oh God there is no one like you Lord people have failed me but you have never failed me Lord people have walked away but you've never walked away Lord people have done me wrong but God you've never done me wrong I've never experienced a love like this a love that goes after me when I close the door a love that still taps me on the shoulder when I turn my back a love that still throws love at me when I'm running away he keeps the door open right that's the type of exile exaltation and then you have that moment in prayer that raw moment in prayer when your heart begins to 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 kind of murmur these things and and your spirit begins to work with your heart and you begin to ask God for God to do something and you present something to God you got to understand that God is not finished with you and you're praying to God and, and, and here's the thing God is not on the other side of your blessing God is always with you We think God's in the beginning of the story, and he's in the end of the story. God's in the middle of your story. God's with you through the valley. So what does that mean? If God's God's with me, although a door is closed, the presence is still with me. In other words, God is standing in front of the door that he's closing, and he's like, not this door. Not this door. Not right now. Not right now. And sometimes we feel like God's behind the door because we got rejection. Rejection does not mean God does not exist anymore. He says, No. He says, Not yet. He says, Keep waiting. But He still promises to be with you. He still promises to be with you. He still promises to grow you. Growth happens at the doorstep, not through the door. Amen? Here's another way to handle a closed door. Thank God for closing that door. Woo hoo hoo. We got to start thanking God for opening doors and we got to start thanking God for closing doors. Oh my God. If God had opened that door, if God had let you date that dude, if God had let you go into your own ways, if God didn't cut you off, if God didn't stop you in your tracks, if God didn't let you get hurt, if God didn't let you be abandoned, if God didn't expose the people you were around, if God didn't take you out of that city, if God didn't take you out of that chemical environment, if God didn't move you from that place, if God didn't do it, come on. Thank God that he's closing doors. Thank God that he stopped people from hurting you. Thank God that not only does he say yes for your good, but he says no for your good. And he says, listen, right now, what you need to hear from me is a not yet. Because if I let you go, if I let you move, I do not love you. But it's because I love you that I close some doors. Oh, we got to start thanking God for closing doors in our lives. Come on, because he's still working. Anybody say amen in this room this morning? Come on, can you say it? Thank you, God, for opening doors. But woo, thank you for closing doors. Thank you for stopping things from hitting me. There's a reason you tell children not to touch the stove. There's a reason you say no to the stove. Because it's going to hurt you, Papa. It's going to be bad. I'm going to hurt when you hurt. I'm going to be affected because you're affected. And I'll take you, not understanding my no, if it takes you to be still be safe. I'm going to take you in this weird season of you rejecting me because of my no instead of you going through a season of pain. Thank God for closing that door. Thank God for ending that relationship. Here's the thing. You're the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. If you were still with those five people you hung out with when you were younger, who would you be right now? Thank God for moving you. Thank God for taking you out. Thank God for putting you in a family like this, a family full of faith, a family full of believers. Thank God that he's closing doors. Come on. Can you give a voice of gratitude? Can you say, Lord, thank you for closing doors? Come on. Would you shout out, God, thank you. Thank you for saying no. Thank you for looking out for me. Thank you, Lord, because I thought I knew my path when I was actually walking to my death. Number one. Number one, how do I handle a closed door? Understand that God is not finished with you. Number two, how do I handle closed door? Thank God for closing that door. Number three, how, 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 how abide in his presence. Abide in his presence. Abide in his presence. You, you see, it's like, God, your your plan and your blessings are good to me, but so is your presence. Like, I, I really, I, I talk to people, and I hear the conversations, and I'm like, you're running off of blessings when other people, believers are running off of presence. and if you're a believer that you're fuel to serving you're fuel to giving you're fuel to loving God you're fuel to being here every Sunday if your fuel was blessings we would be in trouble we would how, how many blessings came to to the people of God in the Old Testament and how many trials and if we abandoned God every time there was a no if we only ran off blessings, no, 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 I'm not going to run off blessings. I'm going to abide in his presence. I'm not talking about Sunday mornings. I'm talking about Monday mornings on your way to, to, to work. And you put some worship music on. And you begin to abide in the presence in your very car. You see, Sundays isn't the day we worship God. Sundays is a spiritual pat on your back to keep moving. It's a, it's a gas station. We don't get it all here. But the God of the universe wants more than two hours on a Sunday morning. He wants every day of your life. He wants every second that you're alive. You have breath. You have worship in you. It's built in you. And God is saying, abide in my presence. Be a person who seeks after me when no one's seeking after me. Jesus gives us a model in the New Testament. He says, go to your room, close the door, and pray to the Father who sees you in quiet, sees you in silence, and you will be rewarded. Amen? Amen. Psalms 23.4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You are with me. That's God's promise, right? And, and maybe we had a lot of great things planned out for 2018, but man, hasn't this year gone by so fast? We're already in August. We're about to be in September. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> a lot of us had bigger, bigger expectations for 2018. A lot of us probably had... Oh, I'm going to start my business in 2018. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my business founded in the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody. I'm going to do this in 2018. I'm going to do that. And maybe... 2018 has been a years uh, has been a full year of closed doors maybe maybe God it, maybe, maybe God sees your plan and he's putting it on, on pause because he wants to put a play on his plan maybe some things you try to strategize didn't fall through maybe some things you were praying on didn't really happen but can I tell you that the God of the universe actually walks with you through the valley that he walks with you through the darkest valley that even though there was once a mountaintop he's with you on the mountaintop but he walks with you every step into the worst moment of your life into the worst moment of the year into the worst moment of your finances God is walking with you although it is dark be encouraged because God is with you man isn't this a blessing I thought that this was where I was supposed to be but God you are where I'm supposed to be I thought this blessing was where i was supposed to be I thought this job is where i was supposed to hang out at but God you are where I'm supposed to be I don't care about the blessing I care about the presence care about the presence psalms 27 verses 4 to 5 one thing i ask from the lord this only do i seek that i might dwell in the house of the lord all of my days to gaze on the beauty of the lord and to seek him in his temple i'm asking the worship team to come up let's sing that all things song so you can make me cry again thank you anybody love worship music Something about the Holy Spirit, right? He just ministers to you. I love that verse. I love it. May, may I dwell in the house of the Lord? Not am I going to church this Sunday. I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord. I'm going to dwell in the house of the Lord. I cannot. I gotta tell you this. I cannot wait to have children. Any dads in the house? Dads, are you here? I love you, dads. Dads, I cannot wait. Uh, obviously, in like whatever how many years, I can't wait to be married, have children. I'm, I guess I say this because I have two baby cousins. And playing hide and seek with them is the best. It's honestly the best, right? Two little girls, so they're just extra auto- automatically, right? So I'm with them. I'd literally okay. You guys ready? Okay, stand yeah. Stand in the closet. Close the door. Okay, go. I like run outside. <laughs> look at the, look inside the house. Like are they looking for? Where they at? <laughs> Tough crowd. Anyways. So they'll be looking for me. It's the cutest thing. They're like, ja, 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 running around. And can I be honest with you? I love playing this game not because, you know, part of the reason, because I, I like to hear them calling my voice. Uh, at some moments, I, like, I love hiding from them because when I'm hiding, they kind of yell a little louder. Ooh. When, I, when, I'm, when I'm hiding, they're kind of searching for me, right? They got this. They got something called a want. They have a want in them. I gotta find him. I gotta I gotta find him. I gotta I gotta I gotta reach him. Come on. I gotta, we gotta keep looking. Let's check all the doors. Let's check all the rooms. Let's let's check under the bed. Let's check on top of the fridge. Hello. Let's check the cabinets. Come on. Let's check, let's check outside. I'm in trouble now. So now I'm running around. They're chasing me around. And I love this game. Why do I love this game? Worship team, come on. Why do I love this game? Why? Because they want me. Because they want me. They want me, but I won't give them me yet because I like the chase. And sometimes we thought God hiding was a curse. When God created you, how He looks at you. You know that God wants you this morning? You know that God loves you this morning? Do you know that He sees you and, and He's like, I-, I want you so bad? So when I create human beings, I'm going to give them a want. I'm gonna give them the power of want. I'm gonna place it inside of them. And the enemy, listen to me, the enemy wants to contaminate the want that you have. He takes the want and he puts it into money. And now you're working too many hours not to be good financially, but to get more of something that is replacing God. Now you're actually seeking after the things of the world. And you're kind of in these different areas, and the enemy is like, you want love? Let me give you lust, right? You, you want, you want, you want power? Let, let, let me give you authority and fame, and and he's presenting these things to you just to take attention of your want. But man, the God of the universe is in this room right here, right now. I feel him, and he's looking at you, and he's saying, because I said no, because I didn't allow it to happen, because it, it may look like I'm against you, but but be encouraged. I'm for you, and I'm working in your life, and I'm still in love with you, and sometimes. I hide and sometimes I move and sometimes I'm hidden and that's not because I hate you that's because I want you to want me I want you to seek after me some of us get complacent when God leaves I don't know how we can do it we get to a place where we say I can't feel him I'm gonna stay here I can't feel God working I'm gonna stay right here I'm gonna just crumble up because he doesn't love me but I pray there's something else inside of you that raises up and say God I'm gonna seek you I want to dwell in the house of the Lord I want to dwell in the house of the Lord the beauty of the Lord and I will seek him in his temple oh come on he's in the temple but he's not visible he's hiding and you got to seek him you got to run after him you got to have a want Lord there's nothing I want more than you there's nothing I want more than you You know what to help your relationship with God? Ignite the want that was used to be inside of you. Ignite the want that you would wake up on your knees. And you say, God, I've been walking on my own strength. I've been walking on my own spirituality. But right here, right now, I I want you. 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 I want you anybody want Jesus and God is looking at you same way I look at my baby cousins and God is saying I want you to want me do you see my son do you see my son I sent him because I want you do you see my son hanging on a cross naked whipped and beaten and crushed for you you see him I want you I want you that bad I want you it's a bloody win it's gonna take everything I got it's gonna take my one and only son but can I let you know new birth this morning that you're worth it that you're worth it that I love you that I'm with you that I'll never forsake you I love you so much would you just want me would you want me would you want me message has inspired you. As a place of hope, our church is committed to reach our community. If you'd like more information about new birth, visit our website at nbplaceofhope.com.